All right, so Clev or Star had this great idea about talking about politics and voting our agenda. And I was just kind of blown away, said, hey, we need to get back on the horn, do this podcast. And so I'm, I'm honored to have all of you on here. Speaking of honored, Star called me an honorary woman. I'm still getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> you know you liked it. <laughs> Everybody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't know how to take that. So look, um, Star, why were you so passionate about discussing voting and our agenda? Um, well, first of all, because my life is dedicated to the um, empowerment of our community. And I feel like we get this whole political thing wrong in a lot of ways. Um, we we do politics based off of feelings. Um, we do politics based off of, uh, we, we don't have realistic expectations with this and we go into the political arena without an agenda, without a strategy. Um, we do not uh, weaponize the power that we have politically. We believe in people who have constantly shown us that they mean us no good. And if there's to be any real change, um, systemic change in our communities through politics, then we have to, um, we gotta do better at this. Like at what point do you stop falling for the banana in the tailpipe? At what point, you know, they say same behavior, same results. And um, it's like, I'm seeing people begin to, you know, realize this, but more people need to realize this. And I would love for us to um, begin to do things about this. Because I, I just get frustrated with some of the conversations that maybe not so much in my circle, but just things that I hear people saying when you're watching TV, um, when you overhear certain circles, and you know Biden was um, Obama's president, a uh, vice president, and did, I mean it's like all these strange reasons that people have that they're gonna um, vote for someone, and they're getting nothing, nothing in return. Wow, you said we fall for the banana in the tailpipe. That sounds like something you would say, Crumb. Absolutely, absolutely. She speaks very well, very impressed. Um, and I can tell this is gonna be great. I agree with everything she's saying, but I'm probably gonna come from a completely different angle with it. Um, I guess where I stand on voting, you know, at this particular time, I'm gonna go with the master teachers. And not only did uh, Umar Johnson say, you know what, we probably shouldn't be voting right now, but uh, Claude Anderson also said this as well. The, uh, the very root of this political system is based off uh, uh, capitalism, which is a team sport. And until we can come together and operate uh, homogeneously, we have no need to vote. We have no need to vote? Correct. And I'm really kind of moving towards, I haven't gotten there yet totally, but I'm moving towards saying, if you don't support my agenda, I'm just not voting for you. I'm I, just not I, voting for you. So I might end up skipping the presidential part of the ballot and vote for the state and vote for the city parts. I might vote, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, com I'm not committing to that right now because I'm not seeing any of the Democrat and I definitely don't see any of the Republican candidates saying that we're going to do some things that are going to truly impact the people that you care for, the things that are part of your agenda. Uh, so how does that fit in? Uh, you know, is that, and I'm, am I falling for the banana in the tailpipe? I don't know. 
Well, can I, I want to say this. I believe that part of the problem is um, in our community, a lot of people are impassioned or indoctrinated about voting, like the vote itself rather than thinking about the outcomes and the the, the desired results. We're so, it, it, it's, it's hammered into our head, vote, 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 vote. And then you vote and that's good enough. And you're not thinking about why you're voting or what it is that you are trying to accomplish. It's just, I have to vote, we have to vote. We go and vote and we wear the little sticker and it's like, I voted. And I again, I think that's, uh, you know, passion, emotion, somewhat um, indoctrination. And I think that voting recklessly is just as dangerous as not voting. Um, if, if you're, if we're not strategic with it, then the, the, the fear that you just kind of had of the pause that you had when he mentioned not voting, um, mm -hmm. if we're not going to be strategic with it, then it's not really, I mean, what's, what's the difference? Like if, if, if this is something, because first of all, and then when people use that argument, well, our elders, our ancestors, you know, died for the right for us to be able to vote. They fought and died for us to be able to live our lives a certain way. And they felt that voting was the means in which they could accomplish that. And so again, we get caught up just on the vote. I'm not necessarily saying don't vote. And I feel like what Shay said, anybody who has been aware of our struggle for a long time, you've gone through a lot of different thought processes probably. You probably examined things, you've been on this side of it, that side of it, maybe with the, the same goal, but you've started, you've looked, and I've had my times where, you know, at one point it would have been crazy to say don't vote. And then I've been like, nah, don't vote. Um, and then, you know, kind of like where you're saying local elections and everything, but I just feel like, yeah, if we're, I, if we're not going to use it strategically, just saying that you voted is nothing. Like stop feeling, don't pop your collar. Like it's nothing. If it's not strategic and if we're not focused on specific outcomes for our community, if we are not willing to get down and dirty and you know, all of these different things, politics is a game, it's an exchange, it's all of these different things. And if we're not willing to do that, like just don't pop your collar. It's, it's just gonna, it's gonna be cyclical, the same old same. Yeah, I know you got something to say, Chrome, but I wanted to say, you know, I've had people say for years, you know, your ancestors gave up their lives for you to have the right, R-I-G-H-T, to vote. And now that we have the right to vote, we need to move from just having the right to being empowered with our vote. And I believe it's a four-step process. First, you get the right to vote, then you vote your heart, and then you become a seasoned, a mature voter, uh, a person who's mature and politically conscious. And then you start voting as a block because you're moving for the greater good. And then you go to the next level, which means you can withhold your vote until you're on the candidate's agenda. So if you're not supporting us, we ain't rocking with you. That's maturity, that's power. The first part, you know, when you get the right to vote, that just, that, that's the first level. And I think a lot of us are stuck on the first level because we really don't pay attention to politics. We don't know what the politicians are saying. You know, Crumb, you just went in on gay reparations. Most of us didn't even realize that that just passed. <laughs> you know, the, I, I definitely want to talk. Yeah, Shay's like, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think that we need to become more politically conscious. And once we're politically conscious, we can understand that we may simply be on level one and we need to move up to level four. Yeah, I, you know, I, 
I don't know where to start. You know, there's just so many points. I guess I'll start here. You know, voting is a form of integration. You know, we've had our best times when we segregated. I'll say that. Number two, when you know, in terms of voting is integration. Vote is short for vote of confidence. When you vote for this government, you tell them that you have confidence that they can govern your mental, and that is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, Joseph Stalin said, it is enough that the people know there was an election. The people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. You literally do not have a count. If you ask nine out of 10 Negroes, they can't tell you anything of significance about the electoral college. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was not voted in office. He was selected, not elected. Everybody knows this except for us. The number one demographic of non-voters are the Asians. Why do the Asians care not to vote? Because they are masters of their own destiny. If I could chime in there, you know, um, speaking of 400 some years, there's no such thing as a Democrat. There's no such thing as a Republican. These things switch every 50 years because we not paying attention. The Democrats used to be Republicans and the Republicans used to be the Wigamores. You know, the Democrats were the racist people on earth. They were the ones who, the, the Democrats have done nothing to support us. Uh, Cause in, initially they were the Dixiecrats and they didn't even become that until after uh, uh, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King was a registered Republican because it was the Republicans from, from 1865 who've been supporting us. But we don't pay attention to anything. Oh, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican. Okay, so in 50 years, the Democrats will be the Republicans. It's a, it's a game. And just like the sis was saying, stupid is as stupid it does. They've made us look stupid and, and Trump is, is the epitome of that. If anybody still has faith in this in this kangaroo court after Trump has 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 showed us that this whole thing is rigged, then it's like okay, you deserve anything that happens to you. Let me um say this uh, uh, this as well. You know, I want to be be as candid as possible. F Trump, F Barack, F F Bush, F Bill, F F Daddy Bush, uh, Reagan, James, Gerald, Richard, Lyndon, John, Dwight, Harry, all of them. All of them, family. There has been no legislation of significance since 1865 that has been in our uh, uh, best interest. And I know what you're going to say. Hey, Crumb, what about the 13th and 14th Amendment? Again, I will go to Dr. Claude Anderson. Those things don't even apply to us anymore. The 14th Amendment is exclusively for black people, however, we've been the ones who have who have benefited the least from anything. What what we're dealing with is a people who 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 have been manipulated and continue to be manipulated. What we must do is step away. We must get away from integration. We must get away from voting. We must get away from white people. We must step away from these people come and get just like you were saying she said we can't say we're like the asians because the asians have a culture well we need to step away and get our culture first we can't say that we're like that the uh the uh the, the arabs because the arabs have an economic base well we need to step away and get our economic base what we are doing is 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 putting the cart before the horse 1995 just before i went to the march there was a lot of talk about removing ourselves from the Democrats and the Republicans, and that would provide power. 
And I tell you one thing, man, when I run into politicians before I ran, and they would say, hey, 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 I'm a Democrat, so I look forward to your vote. And I was like, you ain't got my vote. You need to do something to get my vote. Their conversation with me changed. Now, I'm just one vote. I'm just one sole person. But when I realized that saying, hey, you haven't earned my vote yet, somebody changed their conversation with me. Then they wanted to find out what I was interested in. I think on a collective basis, and it doesn't have to be everybody, because everybody ain't woke. Uh, Shay, everybody ain't Christian. <laughs> you know, uh, everybody's not politically conscious. Everybody's not everything. But if enough of us are loud enough to say, you haven't earned our vote yet. You need to do these things to earn our vote. And we have eight minutes left. Uh, then we will have the change and we will have the agenda. We need to move now from, like I said earlier, getting the right to vote to become empowered with our ability to vote. So what are the mechanics? What are because, the mechanics? So how, do we, how do we get to represent, because we're, we're not a monolith, we have different ideas. We range all sides of the political spectrum. We stand on different stances, but I agree completely. Like if, even if half of black America decided, hey, you have to earn our vote together, but how do we get to a point where we are together enough to do that? Oh, 